Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. It might surprise you to find out that setting goals for your intellectual domain is important. Why? Because when we take care of ourselves, we can't forget our brains. Healthy self-care includes making sure we learn new things all the time. This month, we'll focus on setting goals for our intellectual domain. But first, a story. Are you going to ski or snowboard? My student asked me as we waited for the other students to get on the bus for a day at the ski hill. Ski, what about you? I said. Definitely snowboard. Skiing is for old people. Hey, watch yourself, I said with a laugh. Do you think I'm old? Nah, he replied as he leaned forward in his seat. I guess you're not old, old. You made it back to the top of the Grand Canyon way faster than I did. What a relief to not be old, old. And you learned how to drive a bus last year, he conceded. I admit I've tried snowboarding a few times, I told him, but I spent most of my time on the ground. This is my first time, he confided. I hope it's fun. It sure looks like it would be. You'll do fine, I assured him. You're athletic and have great balance. He nodded his head and stood to find a seat next to one of his buddies. As I started the bus and put it in gear, the conversation stayed with me. He classified me as old because I skied instead of snowboarded. But, since I could out-hike him and learn to drive a passenger bus, I didn't fall into the old-old category. For years, I told myself I couldn't learn to snowboard. Despite trying three times, I never learned. I hadn't wanted to get my commercial driver's license either. But since I had to do it if I wanted to take our kids in outdoor school adventures, I decided I could do it. Was something wrong with me? Maybe I had a fixed mindset and didn't realize it. What is a fixed mindset? According to Carol Dwick, the author of Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, a fixed mindset has two major hallmarks. She describes them in this scenario of how junior high students transitioning to high school explain their failures to thrive. Dweck says, many maligned their abilities I am the stupidest, or I suck in math. And many covered these feelings by blaming someone else, with some not-so-pleasant name-calling. I've met people of all ages with fixed mindsets. Maybe someone told them they couldn't learn something or do something at one point in their lives. Perhaps they tried something once and failed. For years, I had a fixed mindset about math. For me, the catalyst to my fixed mindset included two elements— I didn't enjoy math, and I didn't like my math teacher in elementary school or high school. I managed to get B's in math in elementary school and high school, but I took the minimum requirement of math classes in both high school and college. After all, I told myself, I had no natural ability to do math. I allowed myself to have a fixed mindset about my mathematical abilities, but that all changed a few years ago. Part of my teaching duties for the past several years include working with the lowest math students at my high school. 
Together, we work our way up from first grade math to fifth or sixth grade math by the end of the school year. I don't want to teach math, a subject I thought I didn't understand, but I did want to take part in a team effort to help all the students at our school catch up and excel in both English language arts and math. That meant I had to change my mindset and actually teach kids how to do math. It turned out a lot better than I expected. We ended up learning together, the kids and I. When a student asked for help on their self-paced assignments, we'd sit down and look at the worked examples. I'd read it out loud and talk through what I thought it meant. If the student understood part of it, they'd set me straight if I got off track. I shared my previous attitudes about math with them and told them that if an old lady like me could change and learn about math, just think how much they could do in one year with their young, nimble minds. You could almost say that I teach mindset more than math. If I can convince my kids that they have the brilliance to figure this stuff out, I feel like I won. I consider it a real victory when a 10th grader gets smarter than me and moves on to the teacher who teaches 7th and 8th grade math. So, how can you nurture a growth mindset in yourself? That's a good question. A person with a fixed mindset will look at their failure as a wall that prevents them from moving on. Someone with a growth mindset will look at failure as a wall and start looking around for tools to either break through or climb over. These hacks will help you identify areas in your life where you have a fixed mindset and give you tools for changing your way of thinking so you can accomplish your goals. Hack number one, determine your overall bent. Take time to evaluate your life. Do you feel stuck? Does it seem like good things happen to other people, but never to you? Do you often listen to the negative voice in your head when it declares, I can't do that? Did you grow up in a family of false narratives? Adults or siblings claiming you were a certain way, hot-tempered, impulsive, dumb, ugly, unlovable, etc.? If any of these scenarios resonate with you, you may have a bent toward a fixed mindset. Sometimes the false narratives ingrained in us require professional help to dislodge. Don't be afraid to seek counseling. If, when you evaluate your life, you realize that in most areas you accomplish what you set out to do, you may have a bent towards a growth mindset. I feel I have a bent toward a growth mindset, but in some areas, I have a definite resistance to change. Hack number two, don't try to overhaul everything at once. After some self-evaluation, you may realize you have a lot of areas for growth. Don't let this discourage you. And don't try to overhaul your entire life right now, for goodness sake. Adopting a growth mindset in one area of your life will have a cascading effect as you experience success. I've seen this happen over and over again with my students. As they gain proficiency in reading, their grades in other classes start improving too. When they understand a new math concept, Handling negative talk from home or classmates gets easier. Hack number three, set the right kind of goals. In order to make changes, we need to set concrete goals. In her book, Carol Dweck says, think of something you need to do, something you want to learn, or a problem you have to confront. What is it? Now make a concrete plan. When will you follow through on your plan? Where will you do it? How will you do it? Think about it in vivid detail. You don't have to overhaul your life this week, remember. Just pick one thing that you'd like to change and follow Dweck's advice. The success of accomplishing that one thing will increase your bravery and aptitude for changing another thing. 
You can check out a series on goal setting or listen to it on the Self-Care Hacks podcast to help you choose and accomplish your goals. I'll leave links to those in the show notes. Hack number four, learn to talk back to negative self-talk. When kids start the year out in my math class, they generally have rotten attitudes about their math ability. I encourage them to add one simple word to the end of each negative statement they spout about themselves. Yet, if they whine, I'm not good at math, I insist they say it over again and tack yet on the end of their sentence. When they say, I can't figure this out, they have to say it again and add yet on the end of the sentence. When we convince ourselves that we have started the journey to learning, we'll find it easier to actually learn. So, think of something that you think you can't do and add yet to the end of it. Say the sentence out loud. Go ahead. No one is listening but you. Hack number five. Remember, you are never too old to change and grow. We don't have to exist in a stagnant pond. We can keep taking small steps, changing one little thing at a time, until we discover we've changed our bent. I overcame my fixed mindset about math and driving a bus. Now I actually like driving a bus, and I find math skills I've learned useful. Next up on my to-learn list, how to confidently navigate my FJ Cruiser over difficult terrain, off-roading. I started this summer. What new things would you like to try? And remember, don't limit yourself by how old you are. If you think you're too old to learn something, remember that even octogenarians can have a growth mindset. One of my former colleagues, Shirley Woods, shared a photo on her Facebook wall this spring of her sister-in-law holding a college diploma. The college diploma that she had just been awarded at age 84. Betty Holmes married before starting college and has six children. When she divorced her husband, she had to work multiple jobs to support her family of young kids. Betty never gave up her dream of earning a college degree, even while she worked to help her kids with their education. When Betty came to a point in her life where she had time to start college, she did, taking classes as she could afford them. Because of COVID-19, she didn't get to cross the stage and receive her diploma in person, but her family threw her a huge party. Betty's story proves that we can accomplish big things at any point in life. All it takes is a growth mindset. What about you? I'd love to hear about things you want to learn this week, this month, or this year. The five self-care hacks for overcoming a fixed mindset are 1. Determine your overall bent. 2. Don't try to overhaul everything at once. Hack number 3. Set the right kind of goals. Hack number four, learn to talk back to negative self-talk. And hack number five, remember, you are never too old to change and grow. Come back next week when we talk about how to foster a growth mindset no matter what your age. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net. Or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.